say just a toy story or a four in a box. These are the stories of action, toy glory, and work clocking. SH figure watts, black series are hot toys. And figures with transformation sequences that make noise. Check out the joints and the many points of articulation. We're celebrating the global collector nation. Sit back, relax, and get ready to rock this. Here's the real Chow. Welcome, Welcome to, to the very first episode of Shelf Conscious. I am your host, Keith Chow. It is my pleasure to welcome the very first guest on this podcast, because I think he was one of the first guests on my old podcast, Hard Knock Life, when that used to be on YouTube. He is a master of pop culture. We used to work together at Diamond Comics, and he knows more about pop culture than you've forgotten or something. He's forgotten more about (laughs) pop culture than you know. He is the creator of the West Week Ever. Please welcome the Shelf Conscious, Mr. William Bruce West. Hey, how's it going? How you been? Pretty good. Could be a lot worse. <laughs> could be a pandemic. It could yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I fared pretty well the past year or so. So it's a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's let's keep it that way. Yeah, yeah, man. It's it's wild. Like eight, nine years ago, whenever we launched the Nerds of Color, you were one of the you might have been on that first show we did, like with Jen and James. And yeah. Uh it's now here we are. We get to, you know, it's been eight years, but finally get to talk about the thing. I actually love talking about it. It's not representation. <laughs> Which is important. It's important. <laughs> but no, we're here for the toys. We're here for the toys. We're here we're all about action figures. So full disclosure, like when I talk about my nerd passion, it really, it's not comics. It's not TV. It's not video games. It's six inch plastic figures and specifically six inch. Like that's my kind of bread and butter when it comes to collecting. But I wanted to ask you, William, what is your, like, what, why do you consider yourself a collector? What's your thing? I just never really grew out of it. You know, <laughs> like, I mean, we all grew up with, uh, even though I'm a child of the 80s, a lot of 80s properties mean nothing to me. Mm. Like, He-Man didn't do it. I think a lot of the problem was those were like afternoon cartoons in like Maryland. And I was in an after-school program, so I got home just in time to see the credits for DuckTales, you know? (laughs) Like, that was it. So I didn't... Thundercats means nothing, but G.I. Joe, like, that really, like, that was one of the first franchises that really did it for me. But, again, I got in in the, like, era that a lot of people hate. Like, I love the Deke era, when everything (laughs) is, like, Ninja Force and Star Brigade and all that stuff. So, I just, I, I, everybody became a teenager. I got into music and had, like, limited funds. So then I cycled through hobbies. It was like, this is CD time, or this is, um, comic book time but then after college I really kind of came back to it especially because I started working my first job ever was at Toys R Us um mm, wow you you lived the lived the dream yes yes <laughs> um <laughs> it was after I graduated from high school so that first summer after high school um worked at Toys R Us and I was kind of into it, but like I was more into like I really wanted a Razor scooter because that was like when they first came out. I wasn't really into, but like it kind of got back into me like over the course of that summer. And then I guess like the line that really did it for me that like brought me back as an adult collector would be DC Universe Classics from Mattel. Oh, wow. So like it that that was much more recent than I anticipated because I had figured like your kind of like reintroduction into toy collecting because 
that's I mean it's it's crazy it's been like 10 years since DCUC but I would I would assume you would you were going to say like I know you're not a Star Wars guy so that's probably why you didn't say Star Wars (laughs) but like like something else I didn't DCUC is like you you know you're already in your like late 30s by the time DCUC comes out right like isn't that like just a couple Uh, years ago (laughs) late 20 that's right I forget I'm a little bit older than you but no like there were certain lines okay so even though in high school like i kind of got out of toys i i've always been a power rangers person like since i remember watching the premiere on what we call power rangers day now and thinking this show will never work this show is (laughs) terrible and then i was the one calling every toys arrest in the tri-state area like do you have the toys do you (laughs) so from the moment they were like hard to find up until college, I was a Power Rangers guy. These like, are like oh, the Bandai figures. Yeah, the Bandai about. ones. Like Toys R Us started making it a lot easier where they just started selling these like six packs. Like so you didn't have to hunt like every Ranger. Like around Christmas, there was just like the Ranger pack. And for like 50 bucks, you got like all six of them. And I would just buy those and I'd come home from college and I'd buy one of those. Um, So I've I've stuck with power rangers even like when i went through when i first started thrifting i was looking for zords so like i have a whole cabinet that's just zords that have been compiled through thrifting like complete megazords like i just found a piece here a piece there so power rangers has been like the through line but i think like it was never aimed at adults until like recently Mm. so like when I could proudly come out as an adult collector was DC Universe class. <laughs> I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Because, I mean, just my story, right? Like, I, I think, like, for most people, our generation, at least, like, you know, there was the, the, the way the 80s, for me, like, clawed on to you. Even, for, like, you couldn't even escape it. You even said, like, G.I. Joe, even though it was, like, the shittier versions of G.I. Joe later in the 80s. <laughs> Like it's so, <laughs> it's so grabbed onto you, right? Like that '80s franchise, and it, and I feel like for so many of like the collectors of our age, it is kind of this nostalgia for like '80s and early '90s stuff, right? Like that's what keeps always cycling back. I always wonder, like kids thirty years from now, like are there going to be like Fortnite nostalgia? I don't know. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan's going to be on like the the, the convention circuit, <laughs> <laughs> all burnout signing off, <laughs> right? So, but so for me, it was the same thing. Like I, I had all the He-Mans, I had all the Thundercats, all the GI Joes as a kid, all the Star Wars toys as a kid, and that you know you hit that point. For me, like it was around high school where your mom says, "Okay, yard sale." And I'm like, I don't care. Get rid of all that shit. Right, right. You know, and that like, I wish if 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 I had a time machine, I would not go back in time and kill Hitler. <laughs> if I had a time machine, <laughs> I would stop my mom from selling my Masters of the Universe figures for like a hundred bucks for the whole lot. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's approachable. There's there's no crazy butterfly effect from that. <laughs> My life would have been completely different, probably. <laughs> Other than that, I probably would have never gotten married. <laughs> no, but like, at least I would have my original Battle Cat. Right, right. Luckily, I never had that 
that yard sale, that moment, like I still have like at my mom's house, all the original Joes, like all the Ghostbusters, the firehouse, like all that stuff. Cause we never, like, I know there will come a time I have to decide what to do with it, but right now I just treat her house like a shed. So like <laughs> we, we haven't had that moment where it's like, all right, you gotta like put up or shut up. You oh, know? Wow. So. I, I envy that. Cause that was definitely, and then, the, but that's the thing too, right? If that moment had come when you were, 13 14 right what choice would you have made right do you I think you would have bought t- 10 more ace of base out <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that, that's the thing like right, like it was and and i think what gets me the most really is just like you know th- this was the, before the times this was before ebay this is before you could like even look up this is before toy fair you can even look up how much toys cost right yep. so it was just like my mom had a box and i literally had like every he-man you know what I'm saying? I had Castle Grayskull. I, I think I, I swiped my cousin Snake Mountain because he, he gave it up before I did. So I was like, I'll take it. <laughs> and then like I had all that shit. And then and then it was like, you know, I was a snot nosed 14 year old. And my mom was like, we're having a yard sale. I was like, I don't care. Right. And like, you know, because my mom had a similar yard sale 10 years later and I was in my early 20s. And by then I had already reintroduced myself to toys. And she was like putting some of these old Batman stuff out on. I was like, no, nope, yeah, we're taking that back. <laughs> oh yeah. So, so, so you said '80s stuff was not your bag, but you did like GI Joe, and I mean Turtles. I guess is like '80s. It's on the cusp. Like I was a huge Turtles person. Like if there was a fad, I was probably into it. <laughs> like you know, like. Batman the Animated Series, Turtles, um, Ghostbusters, G.I. Joe. I actually own, because when my Toys R Us closed and they were like demolishing everything, I got the sign from aisle 6D that like hung over that told you what was in the aisle. So it's like G.I. Joe, Ghostbusters, Batman, and like Spider-Man. And I was like, if it just had Power Rangers on there, this would be my life. (laughs) like like it it ran the whole like gamut of what i've been into yeah that's awesome so like you have you still have that display oh yeah it's it's like 50 pounds because i don't know how they hung it up and i i leave it in our laundry room like i don't know what to do with it but i'm never getting rid of it (laughs) well you know so I i wanted to talk about the reason i brought that up is that like you know those those were the heyday of action figures right like i i think again that's why so many like 30 and 40 year olds when they collect they're they're not collecting like new lines right like it's it's like classic versions of the stuff that the, or, you know more adult more mature versions of the shit that they played with as kids right and like right. better articulation better likenesses and and i just wonder like you know again thinking forward like what what would be the toy line that like our kids would go into the s- store and and see and think you know, because when you walk down the Target, and first of all, there's less toy aisles to walk down. Yeah. But when you walk down the Target at Walmart toy aisles, like half that shit is geared towards us. I don't see any like five-year-old tugging on their mom's arm saying, give me that like McFarlane heavy right. metal Batman. Right, <laughs> you know, right, like that's right. for me and you. That's for four. It's kind of like the problem with the comics industry is like catering towards like a dying, shrinking <laughs> category of people. How are we going to get kids into that shit? Like, as much as I hate, like, Titan heroes, I feel like, well, at least, you know, maybe a five-year-old is going to buy that and ultimately buy toys, you know, Marvel toys in the future, you know? Right, a gateway. I can't stand the Titan heroes, but, like, they're a gateway, you know? Like, hopefully. 
we hope they are but you're right like what is there i mean i've got an almost three-year-old and i've got a six-year-old the six-year-old is all about roblox like she likes she's like dad she likes having and acquiring she doesn't play with it she just <laughs> snatches it from the three-year-old <laughs> like she wants to play with it so like i don't like it really is gonna be like the roblox anniversary tour <laughs> or like again ryan or like diana or all these countless like youtube personalities i've come to know and loathe <laughs> <laughs> they have their own toy lines for some yes! reason yes <laughs> Going back to like your collection, you 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 never got rid of them. So like, nope. you know, good for you. But when you got reintroduced, when you finally could come out as an adult toy collector, what was it about DCUC that made you like dive headfirst back into collecting? Because again, that was like after like Marvel Legends had been around for a while. Uh, like WWE had gone through various versions of figures for right. a while, you know, like DC... I want to. I'll talk about my bones with DCUC in a minute, but just tell me about what was it about that line that that appealed to you? I like getting in on the ground floor of things. Um, like I was all in on the Ultimate Marvel Universe because I was like, this is what it was like in 1963, <laughs> you know. So I yeah. was all in. I'm probably like the only person who has like the whole run of that line, and it was the same with like DCUC. I was at Toys R Us when it started. And then there was that first wave. And then the first wave got recalled because of the lead situation in China. And then like, so they were like, we had them in the back, but we couldn't sell them. So they were just there teasing me every time I went to the stock room. So the minute that was like lifted, I was like, okay, I'm in this line. <laughs> and same with like Movie Masters, which was like a, around the same time from Mattel. I said I was going to be like a completist with that line because I really liked the likenesses. I was a huge Batman fan. Um, that was going to do it for me. So it, it was being around at the beginnings of these lines. Like I look back at Marvel Legends and I, I can't believe how good we had it. Like a figure, a stand, a comic, all for like $7.99. The, the only catch was it was in this ridiculous clamshell that you couldn't open. <laughs> which, was, which was perfect because when you look at what happens now, <laughs> with the, you couldn't steal it. You can't, you can't, from can't it. figure swap back then. Nope. Nope. So like, I remember when I was at Diamond, in fact, that was the first time I bought Marvel Legends. It was the MODOK wave. And I just happened to be in Toys R Us with when the whole wave was there. And I was like, I've never done a Build-A-Figure before. This is kind of cool. So like, I just what bought is this? them all. <laughs> yeah, what is this? So like, that kind of did it for me, but I still wasn't on the Marvel train until, because I felt like too much had passed at that point that was still like wave 11 or something so like when hasbro got the license it was like okay this is a good starting point so i was really into i guess it lines up with the dcucs but i think they predated a little bit yeah. where i was really into hasbro's legends from like before there was a build a figure there was that period where they just came with like a stand maybe or you got the mini build a figure like hit monkey or something like that so DCUC was the gateway, which then led to Marvel Legends Hasbro, and then it just spiraled out of control. And now you can't stop yourself. I can't stop myself. <laughs> you know, I, I think back to that era, like that, like late 2000s, pre two, like, because like you said, Movie Masters, right? I think that was one of the things that I was really like, I was 
even before movie masters there was the the predated dcuc was the dc superheroes yep i was in the i was in the that so yeah and then the batman had its own line right before that too like remember the oh shit what was he called the zip line batman yep man i've got i've got those guys like so i guess because that's that batman line started in 2003 yeah i had just graduated college so that's my through line is yeah. Mattel. Mattel's like, Batman stuff. Yeah, Mattel's yeah. Batman stuff. Yeah, th- like I remember when Zipline came out because I I found uh there was like I used to work at my parents' restaurant and we had on the back of checks when we were bored. I, my brother and I would just draw pictures or like you know fantasize about whatever. And I remember fantasizing about like a dedicated Batman comics line that was six inches, you know because. This was and this was like in the mid '90s, late '90s. Like that was a no such thing, right? Right. Everything was five inches. Everything Rangers was five or below. This, no articulation. Rangers was this weird five and a half that didn't scale <laughs> with anything. Else. And I just remember because I don't remember why I wanted six inches at the time because six inches was to your point not a. I think maybe like Toy Biz was the only six inch line back then of the Marvel. Like Marvel Legends was already around in the right. late '90s. And anyway, but I just like what if there was a batman line like that and i remember I, I might still have it somewhere if i find it i'll put it on instagram but like i wrote out like the who would be in the way would have batman and robin and commissioner gordon like the, the idea of a commissioner gordon figure in like the mid 90s is right. just like ridiculous right. now we have fucking alfred so right like. right commissioner <laughs> gordon would be the one that like somebody would do like a custom oven custom. wizard or like there would be some like grayed out picture from toy fair that like oh they say commissioner gordon's coming yeah, but yeah like yeah, you yeah. never see it in you store. would never get a commissioner gordon. <laughs> uh, they only sold it in canada <laughs> <laughs> yeah so but when they announced the i think that line was just called batman and then like the zip line batman was the first one with the with a black bat on the gray chest which is my favorite bats yep. uh symbol they just I have was, no elbow articulation they so don't they have it yeah it was zero articulation. <laughs> like it's so funny to go but even those like early marvel legends from toy biz like at the time they're like these are amazing and then you look back at them and like holy shit we <laughs> we thought these were cool <laughs> you right. know like like what, they, they don't hold up they're flimsy as fuck you know <laughs> that's what scares me now because like I'm done with DC. I won't do the McFarlane stuff, but like with Marvel, if Hasbro ever loses the license, then like Jazzwares or whoever gets it is going to make stuff that makes this pale in comparison. And I'm like, I've sunk so much money. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how I felt about it. Cause DC, you see, I was, I wasn't a completist with it. Like I just kind of like cherry picked the characters I liked and, and and but it was a lot like i don't know if you remember seeing some of my facebook albums of like my dcuc collection oh. but i would you know i would i would have my like villains on one shelf i had my heroes on another shelf now they're all sitting in in boxes because yep. I've, I've replaced them with like other stuff right like i don't have a massive space to display everything so i have to like cycle things in and out right. so i wanted to ask you like you have a massive and, and i don't know i've seen your instagram of just like boxes <laughs> piled in corners i get like <laughs> How do you, what is your strategy for display? Cause like I see some of these YouTubers and they just have like rows and rows and rows of like detail shelves. I'm like, I got one detail shelf and like another shelf you can see behind me. Right. Like, and that's the, that's the extent of my collection that I can display. Like I said, right. I got plastic bins of a whole bunch of crap, but like I have to cycle them in and out. Like, how do you decide what gets on display? Cause I remember you had shown on Instagram this really cool, like mirror box of of power rangers right right yeah i so we got a house three years ago and my wife gave me the basement but like everything i had i had two storage units 
because like everything was in totes like all the my ranger tote has not been opened in like a decade like what you saw displayed is new merchandise like the classic lightning stuff, it's all the lightning stuff it's right? all the lightning stuff like the classic stuff i'm scared it's yellowed so i was saying schrodinger's tiger zord like i won't <laughs> open it up that's the name of this episode by the way <laughs> schrodinger's tiger zord so like she gave me the basement but we emptied out the storage units so everything went down there and it's like it's uninhabitable and i told her i was like oh just give me three months and i'll have it cleaned out and then that was three years ago and then i thought that the pandemic like oh it's gonna give me all this time still looks like a war zone down there but i did display some stuff so i've got most of the legends displayed i have six Detolfs now. Um, the Marvel Legends got out. I have these old gothic kind of things for the Batman stuff, the DCUCs. So that got displayed and that line is like done. So I don't have to touch them except when they fall down. And then I made like a Ranger Nook, which you saw on Instagram. So that's pretty much where I am of like Marvel Legends get gets displayed the batman stuff gets displayed in the rangers anything else it's a crapshoot like jezo classified i'm in it with everybody else but i don't have a display plan or anywhere to put them so i keep them in the box because i will probably sell them. <laughs> <laughs> well you can make a killing with jezo classified unfortunately <laughs> Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can see. I, I don't know if you can see behind me. Like I have all my classifieds up right. Yep. Right there, and I have most of them. I, I don't have Beachhead because he's impossible to find. Yeah. And like the cheapest you can find him online is like two fifty. Like fuck that. I'm not paying yeah. two fifty. Yeah. Beach. I don't even like Beachhead that much. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> you know. Here's the thing. The only reason I want Beachhead, I want his beret, because oh. I want to put his beret on my Killmonger figure. And make my Killmonger figure my movie stalker, stalker. figure <laughs> because yes. that was my dream. I already have two thirds of my dream. I have Henry Golding and Asian Snake Eyes and Andrew Koji as uh, Storm Shadow, and I'm gonna get those movie figures and put Michael B. Jordan in the middle as Stalker with a beret. But that's the only reason I want Beachhead. I don't give a shit about Beachhead himself. I just want his beret. My problem is they're making all the niche Joes like the target exclusives. So like I really want Bazooka. There's no way Bazooka's mass market when well, they finally get Well, even the mass market Joes are impossible to find. Like, oh yeah, Targets they they for the last six months they've had like GI Joe pegs. Yep, and nothing's ever been on those pegs. Like, I even I think the very first image I tweeted from the shelf conscious Twitter was like, holy shit, there's a Zartan on yep. the pegs. <laughs> that's like that's it. <laughs> that's, I've, I've rarely seen them on the pegs. Like the ones I actually own, I think I ordered for either Amazon or Big Bad Toy Store, uh, that's a, please sponsor this podcast, by the way. <laughs> and, and you know, I, I know people say don't pay scalper prices, but I had to for the Cobra Trooper because I wanted it so bad right? that I paid like 80 bucks for it, which isn't too bad. Like, it's, I mean, it sounds stupid not. to say <laughs> to pay $80 I, for, for a figure, but. Uh, no, it's not if you really want it. See, I fell into the trap of, I laughed when they said six inch jokes. Like I said, that's never going to sell. There's no market for it. Like let them have it. And then that's what target thought too. <laughs> right, right. And then you couldn't find them. So there was one day I was in target and they had all of wave one. And I was like, 
I laughed at people about this, but they're all here, and I have to. Have them. <laughs> they look good, and it kills me because it was the week after I found a peg full of beachhead and a peg full of trooper and a peg full of the roadblock. Like I just just in Target one morning, but we didn't know how rare they were gonna be. Oh so no, I- that's 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 <laughs> your my mom sold all my He Man story. Yes, <laughs> yes, they had just opened the case of all three, and like I'm looking online and people are like oh i need this beachhead i gotta find beachhead so i just grabbed all of wave one and then it was over like then i was all in but i paid like 60 for firefly i don't even like firefly but i was i was trying to be a completist yeah (laughs) yo firefly actually found in the wild firefly and viper i found in the wild like i yeah it was like literally you know we're going to talk about holy grails in a second but like I wouldn't say Firefly or Viper was a holy grail, but it was definitely a holy shit moment because oh, oh, definitely. <laughs> the, the beauty of the toy hunt, right? Is like you you literally feel like fucking Robert Irwin. It's like, oh there yeah. It is. <laughs> I mean, there have been there have been a couple times where I got there and there was the line, and like they had the case, but there's only six in the case, and I'm number seven or I'm number eight. Like that happened a lot with Viper. So yeah. I'm one of those people who's like, I'm gonna quit this line, and then the next time they announce one like i went to four targets and a walmart just before this call looking for major blood (laughs) wait is major blood not a target exclusive he is a target exclusive but walmart was i was looking for the wandavision wave for marvel legends yeah 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 see i'm i'm all in with hasbro at this point like (laughs) well they they literally own like all the licenses they're like the disney of toys there's a fan first friday and that's like if it's either rangers marvel or um joe's if only you like star wars (laughs) right (laughs) if only you like star wars you'd be with the black suit i mean i know there there are people who who've said online like they wish hasbro would just buy the dc license because like that's the one thing you know mattel we both love have an affinity for the dc uc figures but i i would i think even as dc uc fans like mattel's distribution when it came to those lines was Ooh. terrible their their qa is not as good as hasbro's Oh, hey, my, do- my my cat's making her first appearance on the podcast. She's never made an appearance on other, any other podcast before. Oh, wow. She, <laughs> so, she's got some toys to talk about. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, but with the Mattel stuff, like, you know, people used to bitch and moan about Mattel, like having the license. But I have, I'm with you. Like when they went over to McFarlane, I bought the first Batman and Superman from the McFarlane waves. And I wasn't impressed. And like, they're too big. Like I, I have a few seven inch figures because I have some of the uh, DC Direct stuff. I have some of the NECA figures. Right. But like, you know, they have their own kind of like display. Like my main thing, is my main scale is six inch. Yep, same. And and I don't, and just, I don't know. There's something about the McFarlane style. Because I, I was always, people. I know people said like the Fortnite figures are articulated and, but I've always been burned with like McFarlane toys my whole life. And I was yeah, never just statues with joints. Yeah. <laughs> Barely know? having joints. too. Right. right? I so, bought yeah. the Thomas, the, the flashpoint Batman from target. Cause it was like their exclusive. And I took it out of the package and I was like, huh? And then I 
promptly put it on Mercari because <laughs> it did nothing for me. Yeah. And then I bought Batman Beyond because like he doesn't have to mesh with any like regular Batman display. And I think I'm done. I, yeah. I'm not a McFarlane guy. Yeah, I'm not a Mc... I mean, and that's the thing too. Like I have friends who are like they only they literally collect anything Batman. And I'm just like, wow. <laughs> I, I I love Batman as much as you do, bro. But I. Like it's, I draw a line in some places and I can't, I just can't get it. And I'm not, you know, I, I haven't like full disclosure really read a comic in like 10 years. New 52 was like when I was like, I'm done with comics. Really? I'll, I'll dip in and out of some, like I've, I've read most of like Tom King's Batman run. Okay. Um, But like, but for the most, like Rebirth kind of pulled me back in a little bit, but like I was, you know, we're, we're closing in on the 10, anniver- 10 year anniversary of, of uh, New 52. And that's when I was like, nope. See, I was I was all in because I'm the ground you're, you're floor like guy. Being the, yeah, exactly. I like being... So I have like but that no was the more... worst ground floor because it's it like was. a ground floor where they had all this like actually all the things that happened in Batman for the last eighty years still happened, but just in five years. And I was like, right, nope. right. Like <laughs> it doesn't make I'm... any sense. I can't do this. I was going through a long box last week and I was like, Frankenstein and Shade, <laughs> Aquaman. Like, why do I have this stuff? But like, Rebirth was when I got out. So oh, really? I haven't read any, like, but I'm, I'm dumb because I still go to the shop every week. So I have the issues, but I haven't read, read the Tom King run yet. <laughs> I haven't read the like James Tenyon run yet, but I have them. I'll yeah. get to them when I run out of figures to buy. <laughs> <laughs> if only like people knew what we do with our disposable income, right? Well, oh. <laughs> like, I hope our wives aren't listening to this podcast because <laughs> they're like, wait, you just buy toys and leave them in the corner. Yep. Like, well, yes, my- I do. My wife really got into crafting during the pandemic, like crochet and um, cross stitch and crochet and all this stuff. So like now we have like mutually assured destruction (laughs) where like she goes to the yarn store I can't ask anything about how much did you spend because there's a pulse box on the porch <laughs> and we just quietly go our separate way. <laughs> Going back to G.I. Joe, speaking of Pulse, did you get their exclusive Snake Eyes ever? I did not. That's I... because he came out when I was laughing at the line. That's right. <laughs> so I, I, yeah, I did not. I, I had everything else. I, I did sell Baroness because the money was too sweet. And I feel like she's going to come back. And oh, yeah, that's away. the other one. I did. I, I paid scalper prices for her because I didn't. It, the one I got didn't come with the coil. And I didn't oh, honestly care about the motorcycle. Yeah, nah. And I, from what I've read, it's not that great. But I really wanted Baroness because, again, I, I am kind of a completist when it comes to the G.I. Joe line. The only figure I don't have, I don't have Beachhead. I don't have the second roadblock because I, I, at this point, like, unless you're an army builder, I don't need more than one of you. And then the second roadblock didn't even look like roadblock. It looks right. like black thought heavy, from the roots. <laughs> or heavy duty. Just call oh, it just heavy call them heavy duty. duty. Yeah. Because no. I told myself I'm not buying, I, I'm not buying multiples of the same character. Right. Meanwhile, there's Pimp Daddy Destro. I'm sorry, Profit <laughs> Director Destro downstairs. It's like five have, Cobra Commanders. I have three of the Cobra Commanders. <laughs> so now I'm like, I would probably buy that roadblock if I came across him again. But I had rules in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was your mistake when it comes yeah. to the classified line having rules oh, yeah. oh, because yeah. like i mean i was all in for six like i said six inches my ideal scale and and i was i was a gi joe head for the beat like i think i've said this you may know this you were on the podcast with larry hama when we did hard knock life a long time ago like yes. snake eyes those comics inform me as much as batman like they're almost equal in my like love of 
pop culture figures. And so when they said G.I. Joe was coming back in six inch, I was like, holy crap, I'm 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 all in. I bought I was like the first person to buy the the pre-order the the deluxe snake eyes. And I love I'm so happy I did because now talking about crazy aftermarket prices, that thing is insane. Oh yeah. Uh, do you have the regular one though? The the all yeah. black one? I have the all black one. I'm waiting for because of my era. I want the ski goggles, the blue. Yeah. I mean, we basically got that era storm shadow. So give me that era snake eyes. Yeah. You know? Oh, storm. I don't have storm shadow either. I'm waiting for more traditional storm shadow, like the Ninja Force storm shadow. He's more you you than me because that's when you totally got it. Up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're gonna start with the Ninja Force storm shadow. Okay, I'll wait until we get the traditional one. I you think know? the Andrew Koji one's the only one I'm gonna have for a while because I don't know when they're coming out with a regular storm shadow right and like i bought i pre-ordered movie baroness to fill that hole in my heart but <laughs> I, I canceled the pre-order last week when they threw that slew of marvel stuff at us because i was like i'm just saving 22 dollars, but i need to put that towards like this this rescue captain marvel set. <laughs> yeah so where I draw the line, because I'm also, so if we, we're talking about like, what are the things I collect? Clearly I do classified. I do, the Marvel Legends I do are just the MCU Marvel Legends. I think you even helped me get a couple, a couple years ago. I started as just MCU. And then I was like, okay, MCU and X-Men. Okay, MCU <laughs> and X-Men and Spider-Man. And then from like 13 to 16, I was a completist. <laughs> and then I was like, then I was like, I can't do this anymore. Right. So now I'm scaling back to like. Just so were you a completist just for the build a figure, or you just like, I if it's if it says Marvel Legends, I have to have it. If it said Marvel Legends, I had to have it. But like the build a figure thing is kind of like, if you're already getting five of the figures, you might as well get all seven and then figure out the build a figure thing later. Like right. you can always flip it or whatever. But like if it said Marvel Legends, I had to have it. Wow, and that okay. was a dangerous, dangerous <laughs> period of time. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I guess I've I've always been fortunate in that I've always been a cherry picker. I've never felt the need to buy everything. And as I'm saying that, I realize that's not true. Because the movie masters, I was like that. I literally had to have every movie mask. And the only one I don't have to this day, I don't have, is the Demon Batman. Because that Same one here. is just like, I don't, I don't think that actually exists. Right, it's, right, right. it's a myth. Like, it's an urban myth like Batman. It's like the line cyborg says, I didn't think you were real. <laughs> I right, don't think right. he's real. <laughs> I, I feel like I've seen him at like RetroCon or something, but so many years have passed, I couldn't even fathom giving real money for him at this point. <laughs> yeah. Like, just, just hand him to me. <laughs> yeah, no, no. How much are you really getting for this? Like, who gives a shit about movie masters at this right, point? Right, right, right. But I, but I, I am a Black Series guy because I, unlike you, I do like Star Wars. So like, we're similar in that, in that Hasbro Pulse owns like four fifths of our souls because unlike you i'm not into power rangers at all so like right, the lightning right. collection i can just bypass 100 percent. but i'm all in for black series i'm all in for you know marvel legends as long as mc and i'm so far I've, I've, I've kept that line very tight i'm getting there's so many mcu figures now though that i'm like oh to your point i pass on the first rescue but now that we have a rescue with a gwyneth head i'm like hmm <laughs> See, that one i might need <laughs> i'm one of those where it's like uh Gotta put this one on Mercari because I gotta get the one with the head. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't get the first one in the first place, so it, yeah, it works yeah. out. But yeah, I'm like that's. So I was gonna ask you, like, when it comes, you know, going back to like cycling in and out, like, when what is the criteria for you to finally like, part ways with something if you have to? 
I really, the only child in me keeps me from like getting rid of stuff. Like mm-hmm. I have to have and take and have and have, um, <laughs> but like getting rid of when I really needed to pare down the legends, especially from that like completest period of time. If I didn't know who they were, they had to go. Because, you know, there were so many of those where it's like Giganta. That's not even her name. Like the the big, (laughs) I don't even know her name. Like she was in the Hulkbuster wave. Because there's like, yeah, somebody's going to like criticize me for that. I I don't know her name. There were a whole bunch of people. I don't know their names. I don't know who they are. I don't know. Like you never read them. They just, they were just. (laughs) They were just there. Like I kind of did that recently with Frogman, but he looked kind of cool and I needed the Stiltman parts. But like ultimately, if I didn't know who they were and they were just some, like the Serpent Society, I sold all those guys (laughs) because I kept like the main guy because he looked cool. But the rest of them, because they made a lot of Serpent Society guys. I remember seeing someone with the, speaking of classified made a copperhead. I think it was copperhead into like a serpentor. Yes. <laughs> yes, that that would be a good mod too. But like basically if I don't know who they are, they have to go. So like the Detoss are kind of like themed like I have an MCU broken up into phases, which is really hard to do because like phase 1 there was nothing. Yeah. Like there weren't really <laughs> official legends. They had to backfill and then the phase 3 is its own <laughs> three the entire entire detox. <laughs> yeah, it's 11 day movie. <laughs> and now like I'm trying to figure out what to do with like the non-mcu like the sony stuff or the mm. netflix stuff or and now the the, the disney plus stuff disney plus stuff <laughs> like because i don't have a phase four yet but i hate all the figures i have from phase four. oh what do you mean <laughs> black widow wave was a bunch oh, of oh, dogs it, oh that's right that's yeah, Black right. Widow. Oh, uh, that's right. We're in phase. I was like, what, yeah, what are you like about? I thought, well, yeah, we're in phase four right now. Yeah, Black Widow's a bunch of dogs. I have that into the Shang-Chi figures. The price increase came along. So I'm not into them for $22.49. But only but- only Aquafina's, I thought, hiked. I thought the rest of them were 19. It depends on your target. So, oh, really? like the one I found them at at first, they were twenty two forty nine. I was like, eh, eh. wow. But like, I did buy Aquafina. I ordered her because you know Target exclusives are a crapshoot, and I yeah. thought she was going to be rare. No, she everywhere. We're, we're drowning in Aquafina. <laughs> people don't like Aquafina. I learned people don't like Aquafina. What's funny is I still haven't seen the trailer, so I saw that figure, and I was like. I don't know if Aquafina's in this movie, but, <laughs> but this is a really good Aquafina. <laughs> she is a good Aquafina figure. She yeah, is. I don't know. I mean, I I I I told myself I was going to pass on the Shang Chi figures, but then I saw them in the store, and there was like, they had they only had Tony Leung in the and Shang Chi, the Mandarin in Shang Chi. So I'm like, oh well, I I've always told myself I would buy a Tony Lung figure if I saw one, so I got him. I was like, oh, if I'm going to get Wen Wu, I got to get Shang-Chi. So I got those two. And I was like, oh, Dorkside Toys allows you to buy loose figures without the Build-A-Figure because I don't need Mr. Hyde. I don't give a shit about Mr. Hyde. So I was like, well, let me get Death Dealer and Sha Lang. And so I got them off of Dorkside. And again, Dorkside Toys, if you want to sponsor this podcast, please. <laughs> I did not know that about them with no build figure. That's good to yeah, know. So, yeah, so again, plug for Dorkside Toys. If you go to Dorkside Toys, they have a section where you can go and order like Marvel Legends figures without like loose, basically. So you get the figure and all of its parts, right? but no build a figure. 
And sometimes they, you know, these sell out faster. You can just buy the build a figure for like 80 bucks. Right, right. That's where I'm at with, with Mr. Hyde because I don't know who he is. He's too big for my display, but I was already going to buy, like, I was like you, I thought when I first saw the figures, I thought they were just as boring as the Eternals. Like I did not want them. I was not going to do them, but I needed that hologram Tony. And then, then I bought Aquafina, and then I found the sister, which like I had never seen her at retail. So I was like, okay, I got to get her. <laughs> so now I just need Shang-Chi and Win Wu. Like yeah. those are the two I don't have. And yeah, I'm, yeah. Like, I'm going to build Mr. Hyde, figure out what to do with him. Yeah. But like, I'll get him on clearance. <laughs> well, here, yeah, maybe. Well, definitely Aquafina because 25 yeah. bucks for that figure is crazy. It is. But if you ever check out Dorkside, like they will do the, like I said, you can get loose figures. It's, you know, and then you can get just the build of Like I was hoping to get, I wanted to get Sam with his, all his wing parts just that because i didn't want to buy the whole because of the disney wave i only really want wanda right and sam like i don't really need another winter soldier like you know i I have the one you got for me like many years ago and that's fine and i didn't really need you know i didn't need another falcon but i definitely want captain america but i didn't want him without his wings and it's like i gotta buy all of them to get his wings yeah that's crazy so but but then you know sam sold out like right away on dork side so you can't get that but anyway it's not in the transformers at all that's not you're no, not a transformers guy no i'm my sentimental story i have an affinity for bumblebee mm-hmm. because bumblebee was the last gift like i got for christmas from my dad and he passed away like three months later like mm-hmm. when i was three so like i will collect or do even though i still haven't watched the movie Great movie, <laughs> but, like, but like i will collect any like vintage bumblebee that kind of thing but yeah, Transformers, it falls into that, like, 80s He-Man, Thundercats. Like, it just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. So we didn't get to talk about Turtles too much. I guess, are you into, like, I know that was a big thing for you back in the day. The thing for me about Turtles, like, I never collect, my my little brother did, and he's not nostalgic like I am. So, like, we, we never revisited Turtles. But the thing that I don't, like, my, guess, like, toy collecting blind spot when it comes to Turtles, like, I don't know what is the difference between the Playmate stuff the NECA stuff, the Super Set. Like, how how does one brand have, like, five licenses all making it's, the same size figures, basically? It's crazy because Playmate spent the better part of, like, 30 years not letting anybody touch that license. You know, <laughs> like, it was like, this is ours. This keeps the lights on. Go away. And then all of a sudden, like, anybody can make Turtle stuff now. So, like... To me, it's price. Like Super 7's $50, NECA, a two-pack is $60, and Playmates, they do whatever whenever they feel like. Right. But I I don't do the current Turtle stuff because it's just as hard to find. Like, first off, it doesn't really interest me. I am not a NECA guy. I The QC issues, they cost too much for their issues. So, like, that fan base is having just as much trouble finding their product as I am finding mine. So I don't need to add another stressor, (laughs) you know, like lightning collection. It's hard to find because a store gets a case. There's only like one double in the case is just as bad as classified as bad as legends. So I have three stressful toy lines. (laughs) I just don't need another one. You know? And so I I want, I don't want to get off before we, dive into this because I should acknowledge that both you and I worked in nerd distribution and 
the thing that like trips me out is why is toy distribution so damn difficult in the 21st century? Because like I remember back in the day, you would walk down and maybe because there were Toys R Us's and they they were actual places that cared about having toys, but like even in the you know whatever stores predated Target and Walmart in the 80s for like us in the East Coast because those weren't around on the East Coast at least like the toy aisle had pegs full of figures that you wanted right maybe not all of them but there was definitely like i don't remember like oh i can't find trap jaw when i was right, five years right. old right like if i wanted a trap jaw the problem was like, convincing my parents to get me it you know right right but like today you literally like walk down an aisle in target and it's empty like there's not a figure anywhere and it's not it can't just be scalpers waiting at eight o'clock in the morning right like there's got to be something at the root cause of the distribution that makes it so damn hard to buy toys at a store. What do you think it is? I always felt it was the scale because the, like you're basically putting less product in the same amount of space. Like when you go back to like three points, three and three quarter Joe's, like a case could hold maybe like, two full runs of the of the wave while like that same box is one run of a six inch you know and it's like they're occupying the same space and since toys have gotten bigger it's the same way that like stores claim that they don't have the shelf space for like play sets anymore but you go to like a toys r us and here's castle grayskull here's the gi joe general here's like the sewer play set that kind of deal so I like in my heart, I blame the scale because there is that issue of like, I've seen what Marvel Legends come in like, and because of the size of the packaging and the size of the toy, you get like an eight figure case where if you were dealing with three and three quarter Joes, that could have been like 16 figures right there. You know, so like that's what I say. But then there is the like backroom stuff of the scalpers, the people who work there. Like I'm everybody has this conspiracy of like, oh, the target employees are like hoarding the stuff. But I mean, I worked at Toys R Us. I bought stuff off the truck. Like, there are things I have that I've never seen in store. We were talking about the, those Batman figures from Mattel. There's that wave that's like the black suit Catwoman, um, the Two-Face, like the whole wave. Yeah, just, that is like the last DC superheroes wave. Like, those are, those are the first ones I think I actually went on eBay and bought at like scalper prices because I paid like 70 bucks for the Batman, the black, uh, ba the black bat Batman with the with the utility belt and then yep. the black suit catwoman and the and the two like yeah i i, I, I paid scalper prices for those <laughs> i unloaded the truck i said oh i put it aside <laughs> so you're I, saying the conspiracy is true the there are people like true. you behind there, the there are no perks to those jobs except for like being there when the stuff hits so like i don't really fault them i i mean it, it's I guess it comes down to like, I'm also a reseller at times. I'm not a scalper. Like I won't go in and buy like a case of stuff, but if there's like two of something, I'll see if like a friend of mine needs it or see if I can trade it for something or something like that, you know? So I understand the mechanics going on. What do you think is a greater sin in the toy collecting business? Well, not business, the hobby. Is it is it figure swappers or figure scalpers? Ooh. Because let me let me make the case, and I may get hated in the toy collecting business for saying this. I actually feel like toy swapping is a morally 
is morally superior to toy scalping. And here's why. When you swap a figure, the only thing you're hurting is the company. Because no one's buying it, right? You're right. hurting Hasbro. You're hurting Mattel. You're hurting Target. Actually, hurting Walmart. Because Walmart's the one. They don't give a shit. Right. <laughs> right. Every no, Walmart don't. I've been to, it's like, it's not even, they don't even figure swap. There's like empty packages <laughs> in the Walmart. But it's it's kind of like it's kind of like the uh, the thinking behind like shoplifting is like it's really you're 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 you know you're doing it to survive and and really the the company's insurance is going to take care of it right. But when you're scalping, you're you're taking a product that could be bought at retail, and you're selling that for like you know inorbitant prices. Oh yeah, hoping desperate people will pay you like four times. It's like Bitcoin. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> it's like I, NFTs. <laughs> I, I'm definitely with you there. I think scalping is worse because, like, this might get me some hate. <laughs> I kind of think that swapping is an art form now. <laughs> like, there's there have been some swaps where I'm like, touche. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> So, I, I, like, swappers are like Banksy to me at this yeah. point. Like, okay, you, you got here before I did, and that was pretty convincing. Like, today, today I found the death metal Batman with the guitar, and it had this weird thing in the package that I thought was a stand for the guitar. No, they had swapped out the legs for the, like, Dark Father figure or whatever he's called. And just put these like constructs looking things into the package. <laughs> but it was so convincing. I was like, wow, that's a really like ornate stand for that guitar. <laughs> like, I <laughs> like, might get that. Right, I might buy that and not right. even know the difference. Like, that was a good swap. You know what I'm, and, again, and you're not, and you're not, if you buy, if you ended up buying that, you're not spending like 90 extra dollars to get it as if you were to buy that, you know, on eBay or whatever. So right. I don't know. I mean, both are wrong. You shouldn't do it, but. I feel like there's a moral gray area when it comes to figure swapping where like people who who like to your point show up at Target at 7.59 get all of the you know GI Joe classifieds that come out and then flip them for like a hundred bucks each. No, the worst Those guys part. Can go to hell. The worst part is they you forgot a step. You gotta post it to the gram <laughs> <laughs> because there's one guy who like I'm sure you've seen it. He's on vacation right now. He bought. I want to say like 15 bloods and he took a picture on the balcony of his like resort. So he's like, Oh, love being on vacation. And there's like palm trees in the background and he's got rows of major blood and everybody wants to murder him. Right. Yeah. Now. Screw that guy. <laughs> uh, last thing I want to ask you, uh, Will is, you know, the, everyone has their like white whale, their Holy grail, the one figure or play set or vehicle that got away. And, so the way I want to frame the question is, you know, because everyone's like, oh, it's the USS flag, right? Like, realistically, right, right. like that's no one, no one got that. Like the one kid on your street who got that was like the, the rich kid who like didn't even care that he got it, right? Nope, like he, nope. he wanted a pony and got the USS flag instead. He later OD'd in college. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so what is the, what is the realistic white whale that that you always wanted but never got or maybe you know when you turn 30 like I'll, i don't care i'll pay 500 dollars for that one thing that i that escaped me when i was a child but what would that white whale be well i don't have a lot of like i guess because of being an only child and like begging and all this stuff i got most of what i wanted like i got like the firehouse and the gi joe general and all that stuff like 
I guess the thing I've kept an eye on recently, so it's kind of like a modern thing, but I guess it's like my white whale. And some people are going to like laugh at this when you hear about like what it is. But I want the Marvel Legends Netflix subway set because it's the only way to get Iron Fist and Colleen Wing. And like, because I, I was like the MCU completist and they're not, the Netflix shows are MCU adjacent. Yeah, so like I yeah, ish. So like <laughs> Kenya I Kenya Barrett should have created them so they could just call them MCU-ish. <laughs> right, right, right. So it's like I can sleep at night not having them, but like I have alerts set up everywhere. And it's currently it goes for about like 400 right now. Wow, so, really? Yeah, yeah. Because like you have the unmasked Daredevil, you have like different wardrobe jessica jones and luke cage and then you end up with the colleen and danny figures that you can't get anywhere else like those figures come up on their own for like danny usually goes for like 120 colleen goes for about 150 so like yeah so that set is kind of like my that's my current modern day grail that's what i've got my like feelers out for right now well, I bought Colleen. I don't remember paying that much for her when I bought her, though, because I bought her loose. Yeah. Because I needed to have, you know, I needed to have the defenders. So I had Jessica Jones, I had Luke Cage, and I had Daredevil, all the like traditional Marvel Legends ones. And I needed an Iron Fist. So I got Colleen. And uh, <laughs> that's all I need. <laughs> I didn't need anyone else. Um, and I already had, you know, Rosario Dawson. So I like, I had, I had for a while, I had my Netflix display. And I was like, look, I have the entire defenders. And people were like, <laughs> Aren't you miss? Are you no? Nope, I got nope, all four nope. of them. There's Luke Cage. There's Daredevil. There's Jessica Jones. And there's Iron Fist. He's played by John Cena. You can't see him. <laughs> you can't see him. You can't see him. And uh, no, but I don't remember paying like. I definitely didn't pay triple digits for Colleen Wing. So that must have been yeah. like before that set was like crazy. So yeah, but well, what's, I, what what's your grail? Oh man, um, I think it's a couple things like. To your point, like there's the, the the toy that got away when I was a kid was um, I don't remember what company made it, but the, there was a Knight Rider uh, car that came with a Michael uh, David Kenner. Hasselhoff. Kenner right? was, it, was that Kenner? Yeah. And I wanted it so bad. Like my dad tells a story to this day where like I had a conniption in the middle of the store and like they didn't buy it for me. <laughs> right, <laughs> and, right, right. And they never did. And and I don't. You know, I actually don't really like trawl like uh, uh, eBay for it, but if if I ever saw it at like a thrift store at a at a at a convention, I might buy, buy it solely because like it just it's the one thing. Like to your point, I was an only child for seven years, and I had a little brother. Right, right. But but for those seven years, like for the most part, I got everything I wanted. Like you know, I had literally the entire Master of the Universe collection. There was like I, we took a trip to Hong Kong one year. And my all my uncles and aunts like spoiled the hell out of me. So like we, every time we'd go to the Toys R Us, I was like, I want that one and that one and that one and that yeah. one. Like they had to buy another suitcase to bring home all the extra He-Man figures I, I got <laughs> in Hong Kong. And these were like fresh out like the factory because it was Hong right, Kong. You know right. what I'm <laughs> so there was that. Um, so that's the like the white whale from my childhood that that I definitely you know will always think about buying like but the modern thing like the one thing that's like oh it's so hard to find i mean it, it's it's easy it's like the gi joe shit it's like just it's not so much that I, that i would buy like i would just be happy to see them on shelves 
right because i just like they're so good like to you to your point i wasn't that one well, no, that's not true i was very excited when they announced classified but i thought the same thing who is it for right you know right. like the movies you know not coming out for a while when they were announced like snake eyes was a while and like you know people are they're definitely for people our age but like no one younger than us even knows what gi joe is or cares right right but then they looked so good um that i had to even despite all like the future guns and like the weird armor like they're such good toys i know you've never opened any of them <laughs> but they're really really good toys and the, the, the snake eyes is my this is my favorite toy like of the last like decade it's like the the the, the deluxe one really because that one comes with the uzi the one you have has the weird gun uh yeah but the, the deluxe the one gun. <laughs> has the actual uzi and that's like the only way you can get them with an uzi and it's like it's not snake eyes without an uzi right right so yeah. I, I wish i'd done this from my office i'm in like my bedroom right now <laughs> i have that knight rider car <gasps> with michael with michael with the box does it, it was, still talk <laughs> after 40 yeah, years really it, it had to like i got it on it was a it was an ebay purchase at this point probably about seven years i got it before our first daughter was born and like it was a lot it was it was mm. more but it was like probably like worth it it, it was worth it because it had the box and like i put the battery in and it had to like recharge it was like turbo but then eventually it like caught up i haven't tested it lately but i do have that with the michael knight nice because i was in the same i was in the same boat that that was one i always wanted i had every other like bootleg knight rider because i was a huge knight rider person Mm. i own the series on like three different dvd sets (laughs) like i was a huge i have the power wheels in my mom's shed (laughs) so i had to have that yeah well that's awesome i did not know that about we've known each other for a long time yes, and i yes. did not know that you had the the night rider oh, with yeah. michael that's the with thing because like i think there were two versions of it right like there was just like the regular car and then there was the one that came with michael that talked yep and that's the one i wanted that's i mean i had it in my hand i put it in my mom's cart and my dad was like 20 dollars it's too expensive <laughs> No, because that was too expensive right, back right, in like right. 1984. Or like, whatever. but no, you have to see the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So again, if I had a time machine, I would stop myself from the yard sale and I would uh, give my give my dad a twenty spot to buy me the Night Rider. I love how you use your time machine like Stewie Griffin. <laughs> it's all just self-gain. Yeah. yeah. Screw bettering the world. I would have a Knight Rider on my display at this point. Well, well, I mean, we could probably do this for another hour. And in fact, you know, please come back. If, if I can't book any other guests, I might just have you on every week. I'll be your Al Roker. <laughs> you can be my, yeah, exactly. Just laugh it on my jokes. Uh, how can people find you on the internet to, to see some of your pop culture musings? Um, can find me on Twitter at William B. West or Instagram, which I pretty much just post toys at this point, um, at William Bruce West and my website, WilliamBruceWest.com. All right. 
Well, you can find me on Twitter at the real child, the underscore real underscore child, and follow this podcast, Shelf Conscious at Shelf C O N N O C, Shelf Con N O C. Follow the Nerds of Color at the Nerds of Color and go to hardknockmedia.com to find all this stuff. Please hit that subscribe button down below and uh, tell all your friends about this. If you love collecting toys, this is the show for you. Until next time, always come collect.